Welcome to the Pack Mentality Podcast, your ultimate guide to fitness, nutrition, and mindset. I'm your host, Matt Benwork. Today, we're going to be discussing the three essential strategies for building muscle and gaining strength. So whether you're a fitness enthusiast or someone looking to improve your physique, these tips will guide you down the right path to achieve your goals. Let's dive in. So the first thing we're going to be talking about, Danny's here along with me, of course, as usual. We're going to be talking about proper nutrition. And proper nutrition just means consuming a well-balanced diet and sufficient protein intake, especially for depending on the volume you're doing. And we'll also be talking about carbs, fats to support muscle growth and recovery. Um, we typically aim for a slight caloric surplus. Am I right, Danny? Well, the best way is to be in a deficit, right? We're gonna lose weight. We gotta be in a deficit. We're gonna gain weight. We gotta be in a surplus. Uh, so let's talk more about the benefits of the caloric surplus. Okay, so uh, caloric surplus, right? What it does, it's gonna you know give you energy for your workouts, right? It's going to help you uh, build muscle by feeding the muscle where we're going, and it's gonna help speed up your uh, recovery, right? Awesome. And can you give us some examples of what like someone should eat for gaining strength and muscle and just maintaining it? Yeah. So this is actually one of my favorite things to work with, with somebody. Um, if you come into a gym and you want to gain muscle or you're going to gain mass, right? Um, this is like a, a coach or a trainer's favorite thing to hear because you got to eat number one, right? So let's look at what we should be eating in terms of calories in, things like that, right? There's two ways to attack this. Way number one is like your traditional way, like I think when people think bulking is by eating everything in sight. Doesn't matter what it is, it's just we're gonna, like it could be cookies, it could be chips, it could be meat, it could be veggies, whatever, right? It's just as much as you can to get big. But the problem with that is you're also consuming a lot of fats and sugars and processed foods that probably are gonna leave some excess calories and stuff behind that you don't necessarily need. So you should be looking at prioritizing protein first. So if you look at the best way to do this is like, how much do you weigh in body weight? We'll take that number and we'll put that in grams of protein to consume a day. So we'll just use, for example, like a 200 pound male, right? Um, then they should be getting at, at minimum 200 grams of protein. Now, if you do want to bulk, let's say like you, you know, let's just take um, a lifter, for example, who wants to compete in a heavy lifting event they need to be getting about at least 30 to 40% over that, like surplus it. So if I weigh, you know, if you weigh 200 pounds, you need to be getting 230 to 240 grams of protein a day from the food you eat. Now this isn't, this can come from all different sources and we want it from different variations, right? So meats is always a great one. Uh, dairy is always a good one, right? You can do supplementation, right? Like a whey or casein proteins. You can use eggs, right? The more variety you have, the better off you are at getting it in your system. If you eat the same thing every day, so if you take chicken breast, which is like the most common thing people hear a lot, it's pretty boring to eat chicken. There's only like a couple ways you can do it, right? You can have shredded chicken, you can have boiled chicken, you know, it's a lot of different ideals there. So the more variety you have, the better it off, like it's better for your system to adjust. So that would probably be priority number one. Uh, the second thing you're gonna probably get is carbohydrates right? You can eat carbohydrates to grow the muscle, right? You need carbohydrates to feed the muscles, right? And carbohydrates can come from anywhere, right? Um, ideally, in a perfect scenario, you'd want to get carbohydrates from non-processed foods. So more like from veggies 
or from fruits. Okay, so if you think about potatoes, rice, um, things like you know uh, apples, carrots, bananas, right? Things that have high fiber attached to it, so that you're help naturally processing certain excess stuff out of your system and not causing such um, GI, uh, GI distress, right? Uh, one of the other things you can do or try to stay away from is having that over like maybe bread or pasta or high noodle things, even though those things are great, they're, they're very processed in and they, they add a lot of excess stuff. Whereas like the veggies and fruit add some fiber, so now you're not having to take an excess fiber. Um, if we're doing this, like if you think about the protein, like eating that 30 to 40% over, the carbohydrate should almost be double. So like if I weigh 200 pounds, I need to be consuming about 400 grams of carbohydrates a day just so I can maintain the energy to lift these heavy weights or maintain the energy of the training that we're prescribing along with it. Exactly. That's a great explanation, Danny. Thank you so much for taking us through that. And just in summary, the benefits of doing this is that, you know, proper nutrition will help provide energy for workouts. It's going to support muscle recovery and growth, and it'll just help maintain overall health. Let's move on to our second topic. Let's talk about progressive overload. Now, this is a classic way to train and this works this has been proven to work i mean there's other methods to do that are out there but let's talk about this one in particular and progressive overload is gradually increasing the resistance volume or intensity of your workouts over time to consistently challenge your muscles and this can be done in many different ways and the most common is by just simply increasing weight on each training session and you can also play around with increasing repetitions and or sets and also perhaps rest time um danny do you want to dive a little deeper into this for us yeah uh well yeah this is like this is a fun thing to get into you know uh with a progressive overload think about this uh the rule of three right i need to train three times a week right about three reps or three sets of each movement no more than like three movements at a time, taking about, you know, about three reps, you know, three to five reps in there, taking about three to five minutes of rest all the way. You know, the, th the rule of three is a good way to remember the progressive overload rule because, you know, what we want to do is we want to get the muscles working at a high volume. So something to think about, right? There's a lot of different ways to focus on this. If your goal is to build strength and truly only strength here, right, then we need to be lifting at a heavy weight in a small rep range, right? So three to five reps is that rep range we're looking at or, or less, right? And we need to be moving weight at 85% or 100% of our one rep, one rep max, right? And this is just for pure power and strength ideal, right? So for progressive overload ideals, what we can do is that we can constantly change like that progression that you're going through it. We can change the percentage of, of reps we're moving at. We can also change the time of rest in between each set. And that's how we could overload and change your strength cycle. So if I wanted to get better at back squatting, for example, right, what can I do is I can do, yeah, I can find my one rep max back squat. And then every week I need to be, I mean, squatting at least three times a week, right? You can do two, two doesn't, you know, can work, right? But three is the ideal number of times a week to squat to improve the back squat This in this variation. Uh, we're looking to do like three to five sets of three to five reps at that 85% or more, right? And what that does is that gets us moving heavy weight in high volume, and that's gonna get changed coming into our system, right? So we can also progress overload this by changing out the set. So like maybe Monday we're doing, you know, a three by three. Um, Wednesday we're at 85%, Wednesday we might be doing um, a three by five, right? At, you know, we can go at 80 to 85 in there, depending on how sore you are. 
and then Friday or Saturday we could do um, a five by one at 90, 95%. So we're progressively overloading the body with volume, right? We're not necessarily putting too much on your system at one time, but we're putting enough weight under time of tension so that you can start to build those heavy, heavy loads right there. You know that's awesome, Danny. Um, what about what would you say would be the ideal rep range for someone who maybe who wants to get stronger, but also wants to build muscle mass at the same time? Is you want to talk a little bit about that for us? Yeah, no, that's another term, right? So now we can go into that's just getting stronger in general, right? So I would say that that system that we prescribed is someone who's kind of in the intermediate phase to advanced phase of working out, right? So I mean, you probably have been doing this for more than six months or a year. You've you got some understanding of what these numbers mean to you, but if you just want to, you know, uh, an, if you're kind of new or novice in the sense of like I'm just beginning and I just want to get stronger, I want to get more muscle mass, like I just got to get everything better, right? Then what we need to look at is getting um, higher volume sets to yourself, right? So maybe doing sets of you know 10 to 15 repetitions, right? Um, doing like three, three to five sets again, but raising it up to 10 to 15 because volume is going to be your friend here, right? And what we're looking at here is essentially two different types of hypertrophy, right? The first time that we talked about with that strength style, right? That progressive overload of just heavy lifting is a chance to grow your skeleton muscle mass or your overall strength usable power, right? Now, when we get to like the second type of hypertrophy, which is more of a cellular level, like now we just wanna grow the muscle bigger. What we're gonna do is keep contraction on the muscle at all times. So we're gonna up your volume by changing it, doing it like, you know, three to four times. So take, we'll go back to squat. I wanna get better at squatting. I've had a hard time. So instead of doing three, we're gonna do four times a week, right? And the variance here that we're gonna go through is like maybe Monday we meet up and we do four sets of 10 back squat at a very like 50% of a one rep max, right? Whatever we can handle for 10 unbroken reps. And then the next day we meet, we'll change it up and we'll do, you know, five by five at a heavier weight, right? Like maybe 75 to 80%. And then we'll drop it back down the next time to maybe three sets of 15 at 35% of a one rep max, right? Something like that, that's going, that's constantly changing. Like we're, it's the same movement pattern. It's the same volume, but now the amount of reps you're getting into the week, are we going to um, overload you into that sense of like, Maybe instead of doing like uh, 15 to 20 reps that an advanced person might do is trying to build strength, we're doing somewhere in the ballpark of like 30 to 40 reps a week at different variables of weight so that we can shock the, the muscle groups in there and get the muscle mass to grow more, which later on will handle the power and like will handle the strength base for you. That's awesome, Danny. Thank you so much. That was really detailed. So we're looking into the benefits of this as just in summary, it's going to build muscle and strength. It's going to help us avoid plateaus and encourages long-term progress. And the only way to implement progressive overload into your training is to consult with a coach because everyone reacts differently to training. And we will cover this a little bit more later, but let's talk about our third and final piece, which is compound exercise. Now this is actually my favorite topic of the day and compound exercises focuses on exercises that work multiple muscle groups simultaneously, such as squats, deadlifts, bench press, pull-ups. And, I love this because it's efficient, it increases overall strength, and it stimulates greater muscle growth. And Danny, I think you can dive into this pretty well. Um, let's talk about compound exercise. Just give me your overall thoughts. Um, they're great. Uh, we'll start there. Um, no, compound exercises are great because you get the most bang out of your buck, right? Compound exercises in, in layman's terms, right? We want 
multiple muscle groups moving in the same pattern to get the best out. So the squat's a good example, right? If you take the back squat, we'll just use that one, it's most common. You know, when you put a bar on your back, no matter how much the weight, 45 pounds, 450 pounds, it doesn't matter. It's a full body exercise, right? So we're using um, our quads, we're using our hamstrings, we're using our glutes, right? You're also using your ankle stability and calves for support. Now we're working up, we're using our core and our lats and our traps for support of the weight on our back. So there's a lot of, like, that's one example right there, but I mean, there's multiple examples. Best way to think about compound movements is multiple muscle groups moving, not isolation movements, right? So like a bicep curl is not a compound movement, it's a isolation movement or a single movement right there, right? Same as a tricep extension, you know, all the fun stuff that you like that, you know, shoulder raises, things like that. Those are single benefit or isolation movements they're not compound. Compound can be bench press, it could be squat, it could be power clean, you know, it could be the pull-up. There's a lot of different variations in that sense. So the separation between the two would be, think about how, is it working multiple groups or if is it, is it working one group? If it's working one group, that's more of an accessory lift for you and that has its place in the world, but the compound is gonna get the most bang. So if you're stressed on time, you know, coming into the gym and doing squat, bench, deadlift, you know, spending an hour doing that will actually get you pretty fit for a good period of time. That's awesome, Danny. So um, the best way to incorporate compound exercises again is to consult with a coach. We do this naturally at Red Wolf CrossFit. And let's let's chat a little bit about what we have coming up. So we actually do have a strength cycle that you're gonna be leading coming up. It's gonna be six weeks. Uh, you're taking 10 people through this. Can you tell us a little bit about the goals and what that program's gonna look like and what the benefits will be? Yeah, so we're going to run, what we found out is we wanted to run a strength cycle um, after the Open. We realized that a lot of athletes were struggling on just raw power and strength, right? So breaking it down, we went kind of back to the basics here, and we decided that we're going to do a small group on running around just your um, compound strength or power movements, right? So we're going to take the ideal, the concept of coming in and doing a six-week cycle, we're going to get everyone to weigh in on the in-body scan, right, which is our way of tracking your muscle mass and your weight, right? From there, we're all going to test in together on a traditional um, powerlifting test in, which is one rep max back squat, one rep max deadlift, one rep max bench press. And then we're going to spend a six-week cycle in trying to power through and train those three movements as our priority, right, as our power and strength. So we're going to do a um, powerlifting style um, cycle, but we're going to use bodybuilding accessory benefits. And so what I mean by that is basically what we covered in this, in this podcast so far is we're going to use compound movements, right? IE the, um, bench press and shoulder press, right? Cause we need a variance of the two. We're going to do different variations of the back squat, right? And we're going to do different variations of the deadlift, both conventional and sumo to train the, our power, right? So we're going to get getting into, you know, different, um, sets and levels there of how we're going to train that piece and then we're going to use accessory motions of high volume or high progressive overload of single modality movements so think about isolation like your bicep curls your shoulder raises things like that also compound movements of like dumbbell accessory work right and we're going to do that as an accessory piece so every saturday you'll train with myself here at the gym we'll go through a, a traditional power warm uh, power lifting warm-up with sled work and band work we'll spin a good 20 minutes working on two primary lifts that day, um, one press and one leg that could be squat or deadlift, right? And then we'll spend 20 minutes working on accessories, 
like primary accessories that we that will complement those two heavy lifts that we did for that day and it'll be roughly about three primary accessories and then throughout the week you'll be giving homework right to to carry on throughout the shrink cycle that'll take about 15 to 20 minutes about three times a week we'll do multiple supersets right you'll do multiple core exercises and you'll do multiple um isolation exercises as well and holds and things like that and what that do what that does is to help strengthen your help strengthen your body to get you ready for every saturday at the end of the six week cycle we'll retest out your one rep max right we'll retest out your in-body scan to see where you're at on top of it that sounds great danny and i'm really looking forward to this uh just to recap the entire program it's going to be six weeks it's going to start on april 29th and it's going to run through june 3rd it's going to be every saturday we're still working on a time frame for the actual class but it will be released soon the program will be designed to help increase muscular strength and endurance through guy workouts and personalized coaching and by the end of the program you can expect to see noticeable improvements in strength muscle mass and overall fitness yeah, another thing to this too is like this is good for anyone who's looking to get stronger, right? No matter the level of fitness you're at. If you're new, right, or you're experienced and you want to strengthen, you're just like your deadlift's been struggling, your squat's been struggling, um, even the bench press. We've been doing more bench press lately, right? And you want to strengthen those three overall movements to get ready. This is the six week cycle for you. Um, this is taken right out of some old school stuff that we used to do back in the day uh, when I first started powerlifting. Um, so this is a nice six week cycle to get you started and get you ready for the summer body you're looking for. That's solid. Let's go ahead and recap what we all just talked about. So we, uh, we started with proper nutrition. We started that we need sufficient protein intake. We also know that you want a two to one ratio of carbs to protein intake. And we talked about, uh, the benefits of progressive overload and how we're going to be doing that, especially with increasing weights, repetitions, or end at worse sets to gradually gain muscle and avoid plateaus. And then finally, we talked about compound exercises, which um, which is makes the workouts more efficient, increases overall strength, and stimulates greater muscle growth. Now, Danny, what's one thing that someone could do today to improve? Let's give, let's give us one action item. You can drink water. That's the number one thing you can do right now is stay hydrated. You can't gain muscle if you're dehydrated. Right. So the number one thing you can do is figure out how much water intake you need into your system. Start drinking that water. And that's what's going and get that regulated, because right then and there, that will regulate metabolism. If that if your metabolism is on point, then you'll naturally feel hungry when you should. You won't go long periods of time, you know, 10 or 12 hours without eating. Right. You'll start to feel hungry when you should. And that that hunger is a key for you to eat. If you're eating, then you're able to get food into your system. Then you're able to recover. Also, if you're drinking, you're flushing toxins out of your water or your system, right? So your ability to recover and get through, get through soreness faster is higher. And then the last piece of it is your muscle mass is able to grow, right? You need to grow like to grow muscle. You need water, sodium, and potassium. If you have one of those missing, it's just not going to work. No matter what you eat, what you do, no matter what you add to your system. All right, let's wrap it up there. Thank you so much for listening. If this was helpful, please leave us a five-star review so we know how to make more content like this. Follow us on social media at Red Wolf CrossFit and feel free to send us your questions there. We'd love to answer them for you. And until next time, good luck, have fun. Nailed it.